Welcome to Continuous Dream. Today, The Gift of Prophecy, Episode 2, starring Bear Brucher and Aaron Caswell. I've never paid attention to astrology. I barely know my own sign. Apparently, I'm an Aquarius, which always carries with it images of 60s and hippies and all that. I'd rather be a more anonymous sign, like Pisces. Just a couple of simple fish. Last night, I went out and looked at the night sky. I had to head out of town, away from the lights of the city. And when the sun set, the sky was clear, and the stars blazed. I was able to spot the Big Dipper and Orion with his broad shoulders. I have to admit, those fires in the night are inspiring. What was it like 3,000 years ago? People looked up, searching for answers. There were mysteries then. But do we really know so much more, even now? We lost the sense of mystery without finding the answers. I had rented a cabin in Wisconsin to get started. I lighted a little fire in the wood stove and dimmed the lights. The night was silent, just the crackle of the slender twigs sending up sparks, the tiny children of stars. And I got to work writing my first column for the Penny Saver Horoscope which it turned out would be syndicated by Gatehouse across to all the penny savers and weekly shoppers around the country, which did give me a sense of responsibility. I decided I had to be positive, give people encouragement. I read some of the stuff, which I considered crap, about the different signs. I figured some people who believed this stuff would come to it with certain expectations, so I tried to be consistent with their supposed traits. For the bull Taurus, I wrote, don't be stubborn. Winds are shifting, so bend with it like the willow. For the domestic cancer, I wrote, Don't wait for your dream house. Clean up the clutter and make your home a dream. For the fair-minded Libra, I wrote, Don't judge until you know the circumstances. Justice wins out in the end. I wrote this way until midnight, and then I slept a wonderful, dreamless sleep. The column came out in a few days. Jake and I went out for a drink to raise a toast to my creative skills, and sitting at a table in the corner, to my surprise, was an old friend from my days writing for the college radio station. Her name was Melissa, and though it had been a few years, she isn't the kind of woman you forget. Picture the woman of your dreams. That's Melissa. Thoughtful. Caring. Funny. Articulate. Someone who probably never noticed me much at all. Jake noticed I was staring, and I tried not to give it away, but he figured it out. He said, Go on. Say hello. What can it hurt to say hello? She was sitting alone, looking at her phone, and the two of us strolled over. Hey, didn't I know you from KMDQ? I asked. She looked up, puzzled, and she smiled like a beam of sunshine. Mark, of course. How's your dog? I couldn't believe she'd remember. Oh, he's fine. Sick, actually. Very sick, but he'll be fine. I'm sorry to hear it. You're probably waiting for a friend or a date. My sister is running late, as usual. <laughs> Feel free to join me. Are you together? 
Hi, Melissa. Oh, yes, this is Jake. We're together. Uh, but not together. No, not that way. If you see, we're buddies. Bros, comrades. We get together to watch football over brewskis, you know, typical man stuff. Sure. Sounds like fun. We ordered a round and got caught up. I was able to subtly determine that she was single. Seemed like things were going great. I was able to hide what I do for a living by saying I was a freelance journalist. She seemed impressed. Then she brought up something strange. Do you believe in astrology? Me? Well, not really. I had to kick Jake under the table not to spill the beans about my stupid job. Why do you ask? My grandmother forwards me the horoscope every week from the penny saver. Today it said I should declutter my house, make it my dream home. So I spent the morning cleaning out my closet, and I found an emerald earring I lost months ago. I couldn't believe it. It belonged to my favorite aunt, and I was so heartbroken when it disappeared. And there it was, inside a box of old Christmas cards. It must have fallen in when I was putting them away. Isn't that special? If I hadn't gotten my horoscope, I would never have found it. That's great. So you're a uh, cancer? Mm, that's right. How did you know? Oh, uh, just a guess. Didn't we have a drink on your birthday once? That's so sweet, you'd remember. I had to kick Jake a couple more times, and then Melissa's sister arrived, and we left them to catch up. Jake was ticked off, but he forgave me. That is, until we got to his car. Then he was mad again, because a cop was about to give him a ticket because it was illegal to park there before 6 p.m. It was now 8, but he was convinced that Jake had been there since before 6. I owed Jake a lot, so I asked the officer to let me prove he wasn't there that long. There was a restaurant flyer stuck on the windshield. The kid who was passing them out happened to come by to make another round. Hey, kid! I called him over. What time you put the flyer on this car? He said. 7 o'clock? Was it there any earlier? No, sir. I watched him pull up. You swear? He said, Lying is bad for the soul. The officer put away the ticket and said, It's good for you I read my horoscope this morning. It said not to pass judgment without knowing the circumstances. You're a Libra? Sure, on the cusp of Scorpio. Have a nice day. Jake and I looked at each other. He slapped me on the back and said, Looks like you have a hidden talent after all. I felt cold all over. I went home, deciding I needed either a hot bath or a cold shower. When I got to my place, there was a package in the mail. My brother had sent me our old collection of baseball cards with a note that said, I know I was always stubborn, but they belong to you. And it's about time I bent. Enjoy them in good health. My brother is a Taurus. I thanked him in an email and asked if he'd read his horoscope. Heropak, no, of course not. Who believes in that crap? So my prediction came true even without his reading it. Then I took a hot bath and a cold shower. I had to forget this nonsense. It was all a crazy coincidence. I wouldn't be able to write this column if I believed otherwise. So, the next week, I wrote my second column. For Gemini, I wrote, When it comes to twins, take a good hard look in the mirror and see a new man. For Pisces, I wrote, Don't be afraid to throw back that fish. Trust your gut. When it came to Aquarius, I paused. 
I'm an Aquarius. What should I say to myself? But I couldn't believe it would have any bearing on reality. I sat at my desk, pondering until my coffee turned cold. Then I wrote, A mermaid may beckon. Her song is sweet and worth the cost. There, that was good. There are no mermaids, so there's no way that it could be anything real. My job was done. I stayed holed up in my apartment for a couple of days, but then I shook it off. It was ridiculous to be scared. I met Jake for coffee on Friday. He was bubblier than usual, telling me how at dinner the other night he'd sent back his fish, and his cousin ordered it and got food poisoning. Jake wasn't happy his cousin was sick, except that being sick, he couldn't use his ticket to see Hootie and the Blowfish, so Jake got to use his ticket and go. Jake is a Pisces. You're a great friend, he said. You know how to give advice. I asked him to please not say that. Then, to my surprise, Melissa came into the coffee place. I jumped up and insisted on buying her latte. She couldn't stay. She was on her way to work, but she let me pay for it, saying she'd do the same for me another time. Her smile was as sweet as my frappuccino. After she left, I stared happily at the cup in my hand. The cup with the mermaid on it. This has been The Gift of Prophecy, Episode 2. Written by Amy Kreider. Starring Baird Brucher and Aaron Caswell. For more episodes and other comedies and dramas, please visit continuousdream.com. Thanks for listening.